Next, we're going to talk about the removal of trustees of a family trust and uh, ask Janus uh, to maybe look into a couple of questions that he thinks will uh, interest our listeners. So, Janus, um, yeah, please uh, go for it. Thanks, Volker. Um, I think it would be wise if we can just begin with a, a brief discussion or if you can provide a brief explanation to the listeners on the essence of a trust and also the role of a trustee. Yeah, in a general um, or typical uh, discretionary trust um, cater for the trustees to have a wide discretion in respect of how they want to manage the affairs of the trust and the trust assets, and also specifically how they want to distribute the capital and the income of the trust to the various beneficiaries. So uh, your, once again, typical uh, trust deed for discretionary trust would uh, leave that up to the trustees uh, to decide how they want to uh, use those funds. Okay. Um, am I correct if I say that a trustee can also be a beneficiary of the same trust? That's correct. Uh, no problem. As long as um, there is an independent trustee who is not also a beneficiary and who is also not a family member of um, the other trustees and the beneficiaries, so it must be an independent person, such as an auditor, an attorney, a financial advisor, or whoever you might trust as a third independent trustee to uh, act as such. Yeah, I agree. And uh, maybe just general, uh, in general terms, Volker, on which grounds can a trustee be removed from a trust? Yeah, there are uh, several uh, grounds. The trustee might, as such, cater for grants to have a, a trustee removed. Uh, then uh, Section 20 of the uh, Trust Property Control Act also uh, caters for the removal of trustees. The um, guideline that is given by Section 20 is that a court can be convinced that it is in the interest of the trust and the beneficiaries that a certain trustee is removed. And then, uh, you know, the court will indeed assist uh, an applicant to have a trustee uh, removed. Um, Typical grounds might be if there's any form of misconduct by a trustee whilst um, managing the affairs of the trust. For example, the misappropriation of uh, trust funds would be certainly a, a good ground to have a trustee uh, removed. Um, if there's, for example, a trustee who was found guilty of uh, theft or fraud, then a uh, court would normally also be, I believe, uh, prepared to remove such a trustee. Um, or any grants of that nature can then be used by a trustee uh, to um, have a co-trustee removed or beneficiary, of course, can also apply uh, to court uh, to have such a, a, a trustee removed. Okay, yeah, that's, I sort of agree with you, Falk, and that's why I have it as well. Maybe uh, to make it a bit more interesting for the listeners, if we can have a look at a few scenarios, which I will sketch for you, and if you can then give us your opinion on whether or not one would be able to remove the trustees that I will uh, describe in my scenario. And hopefully this will give listeners some insight on, on how the law is applied in this area. Um, can we proceed? Yes, uh, that's fine. Um, so let's use the family trust, like you said now, uh, where there has to be an independent trustee. We have a family trust where an auditor is appointed as the independent trustee. One of the beneficiaries doesn't get along with the auditor. They can never agree on anything. Um, 
will the beneficiary be able to have that auditor then removed as a trustee of the trust? Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, there's authority confirming that mere friction between the uh, beneficiaries and the trustees is not uh, ground enough to have someone removed. Um, so um, there will have to be, I believe, more than that. So if the trustees don't really get along with the beneficiaries, as long as tr the trustees do their job uh, as such uh, responsibly, then I don't think such a beneficiary will indeed be able to have such a trustee removed. Yeah, that's certain, uh, certainly interesting, and I must agree with you, Volker. And if we can use that same example, uh, let's say our auditor now moves far away, he's never available for the trustee meetings, and he sort of lets everyone understand he's happy if the trustees proceed with the meetings without him. They can just inform him of the decision and he will just sign the resolutions or whatever has to be signed. Sort of a rubber stamp, if I can put it like that. Will the beneficiary then be able to remove this trustee that he still doesn't like? Yeah, I think uh, there you might manage to uh, convince the court to have such a trustee removed. I mean, it's a a big responsibility that the person has to be a trustee. You have to apply your mind to your, the matter. Um, and yeah, if you simply don't uh, pitch for trustee meetings and uh, don't show in, any interest in uh, taking responsible uh, decisions uh, as a trustee, then uh, I think a court might probably assist uh, someone who wants such a trustee removed. Same example, Volker, but we switch it around. The, the uh, auditor, independent trustee, gets along greatly with the beneficiaries, but uh, there's uh, some fighting going on with the co-trustees. Um, let's say it has reached us a stage where he refuses to take their calls and he doesn't respond uh, to emails. Um, will the co-trustees then be able to remove the auditor as a trustee of the trust? Yeah, um, there is some authority, um, specifically a case that was... Uh, dealt with not too long ago, a McNair case, if I'm not mistaken, where the court indeed um, made it pretty clear that if you can show that the uh, relationship between the trustees has broken down to such an extent that they can't constructively anymore cooperate with each other to uh, properly attend to their duties as trustees, then you can also um, take action to have trustees removed. And uh, if you look at the uh, decision of the court and 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 uh, uh, the the ratio of the the court, then um, the court will probably either remove one trustee or maybe even um, you know more than one trustee, or if the court is convinced that all the trustees uh, you know don't cooperate with each other anymore, irrespective of who's to blame for for the problem, the court might also then decide to remove all the trustees uh, and uh, replace them uh, with with new trustees. So um, I think that's maybe a ground that would be more easier to rely on as opposed to where you um, have to show that there is uh, you know, negligence on, on the side of a trustee or misconduct or anything of that nature. If you simply have evidence to convince a court, uh, pretty much similar to where a match might break down, you know, match relationship might, might, uh, might uh, break down irretrievably, uh, if you can convince the court that the trustees also uh, cannot cooperate any with, anymore, and uh, uh, then the court will probably, in the interest of the trust and the beneficiaries, indeed, um, you know, remove the trustees on those uh, grounds as well. So I think that's maybe an important one to to keep in mind. 
um, if any of the listeners are you know beneficiaries of a trust and they're unhappy with the, the conduct of the trustees and that they and they can show that the trustees don't cooperate with each other anymore then they could uh, rely on that as a grant yeah Volk, i agree and i think that's a great analogy you know using the the marriage and the irretrievable breakdown as the relationship as an example and obviously if there's a breakdown of the relationship between trustees like you said it will be detrimental for the administration of the trust so we're not dealing with a mere animosity uh, between the trustees as well or the trustees and the beneficiaries there's a, a breakdown of the relationship and they don't have respect for each other um, anymore so I think that would be the grounds upon which to convince the court um, one might argue I thought when when I read the case you referred to now that um, trustees will sort of always argue you know, if they have their mindset on getting a co-trustee removed that as soon as I'm fighting with another trustee, at some point in time, I'm not going to have respect for him anymore if he never sees my point of view um, or whatever the case might be. So, um, yeah, it will be interesting to see how the courts apply this, but I think it's a step in the right direction. Yeah, so I think the message is maybe once again, where there's a problem between the beneficiaries and the trustees, it won't be that easy to just remove a trustee. So, if, for example, a trustee refuses to give the beneficiary money because he wants to buy a car, wants to you know, do a trip overseas instead of saving the money for, for his studies at university, um, then the court won't interfere with that decision. So if there's a tension between, once again, the trustees and the beneficiaries, um, that is probably not a removal uh, ground in, in general. But if, um, once again, the trustees can't you know, cooperate and there's a, a problem there, then it will be, uh, I think, much easier to convince the court to rather remove them. No, thank you, Volker. Thanks for your time. And I hope that provided some clarity to the listeners. Thank you, Jonas.